Well, we've got a brand new series. I'm really excited for this series. Uh, it's called You Asked For It. It's the one time during the year. In fact, that we do it every year. It's kind of been a kind of tradition where you get to pose the questions. So in December, we had all these cards. You fill in the cards. You put in what do you, what do you want us to speak about. And we put it on these cards and, and all these things, and we, 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 bring, and we answer your questions. And so we've, got a, we've had about 22 questions, 22 questions. We're going to be answering one of them today, two of them today. We're answering two. Yalta, Yalta, our pastor Yalta, he's our, he's our hospital pastor. I like to say that because he, he really is. He really is. Um, he's going to be answering the two questions. He's that good. He's doing two questions today. And so during, during this month, we're going to be ask, answering some of these questions. At the end of the month, we're going, to try, we're going to have a panel and try to answer all of them. Okay. I'll just say it's, it'll be, it's a Q&R. It's a question and response because it's more of a response than, than an answer. But anyway, why don't you give a hand for, for Yalta. Thank you, Ange. Better tell some of you who I am, because I see some faces that I've never seen before. So my name is Yelta. Uh, it's a bit of an odd name, as some of you think. Uh, it's, it's Frisian. Uh, so we, uh, I came with my wife, Pirkia. Uh, came to New Zealand 40 years ago. This year, exactly 40 years ago, we came to the, the, the promised land uh, <coughs> from, from the Netherlands. And uh, yeah, God has been good to us all, uh, over all those, th- those 40 years. Uh, and so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a nurse. I've been a nurse for yeah, well over 40 years as well. I, I'm trying to make my 50 years of nursing uh, but that's still a couple of years away, so I'll be well in my 70s by then, but that's okay. Uh, I'm fit, I'm well, and I love what I'm doing. I love my job. People have often said, uh, you know, why don't you go into paid ministry? Look, I'm in paid ministry, all right? I'm, uh, I work at the hospital. I have opportunities that none of you will ever have. Uh, I always deal with sick people. Well, you know, I, uh, I can ask if, if they want prayer. I have to be, you know, a bit careful uh, because I, I'm employed by the hospital board, so I'm not a, although Anne calls me the hospital pastor, but <laughs> I'm not paid as a pastor, I'm paid as a nurse, so I have to be a bit careful what I, I do. Uh, so still Happy New Year from me and from, from PJ, Pierre PJ, uh, and... Uh, we were at uh, our daughter's place on New Year's Eve and, uh, you know, great time with lots of friends and lots of kids running around and, you know, 11 o'clock and a lot of the kids, you know, is it nearly that time? And, you know, people were getting tired. Uh, but finally, of course, it's 12 o'clock and there was this, I think he must have been about seven, this year, seven-year-old boy, and I said, I said, that's 2020 gone. And now we have 2021. He said, so COVID is gone? I said, no, no, no. COVID is not gone, but 2020 is gone. You know, so, uh, yes. So COVID is not gone, (laughs) but we believe and pray that it will go. So the two questions... I'm going to try to answer. Um, we'll put them on the screen. I don't know who wrote those questions. So uh, if you're here, 
I hope I can do some justice to those two questions. So the first one, it says, living with someone who, I better stand like this, because that's, I can't even see that properly. <laughs> so living with someone who has lost faith, when your faith is growing, how to deal with that? And we chucked in the other question, if a person loses hope in God and the world, how do you bring them back to the Lord and restore hope? Some great questions. Uh, you know, we probably all have uh, maybe struggled with some of these things in our lives. Uh, I can tell you I have, and I will share some of, of, of the stories and some of my own life. Uh, but yeah, so in 1 Corinthians, I'll start with the first scripture, and I think if, if you only take one thing home, take this scripture home. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 13. And now abide or remain, uh, you know, faith, hope, and love. These three, but the greatest of these three is love. And so in this verse, we have faith, we have hope, and we have love. So I'm trying to share a little bit about what faith is. I'm trying to a little bit about what hope is, but I'm not going to talk about love. <laughs> well, you can, yeah. So you probably all have an answer. You know, if I ask you what do you think faith is, you probably can throw something at me. Uh, and it's probably right. But you know, we live in a world at the moment that is robbed of, of faith and hope. People are robbed of that. Uh, we have a generation of people who are denying God. They turn away from a living God and turn to dead gods, false religions, and empty ceremonies. You know, that's, it, it's, yeah. So faith, faith comes from, uh, and I did my homework, from the Latin word fides, and the old French word fide, I'm not sure if I say that right, but which really means to have confidence, trust in a person, a thing, or a concept. And the Greek word pistis is, is, stands for belief, faithfulness, and trust. So faith is really, uh, and in the context of, of us as, as religion, it means belief in God. And if that goes, well, yeah. So faith sees beyond time and space and knows that everything is already as it should be. Yes? Faith sees beyond space and time and knows that everything is already as it should be. Faith is a confidence and trust, a belief. It's not based on proof, but a firm conviction. You know, uh, faith, it says, it is so now. This is it. There's no doubt. And Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And we all know that scripture. You know, very familiar. But in the Message Bible, I like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a New King James Version man, the real Bible. <laughs> but uh, I, I do, you know, it's, it's sometimes good to 
to read other translations as well from the Bible. I still have a Frisian Bible at home. I've got a Dutch Bible at home. And sometimes, you know, and if you're from a different nation, you know, you may read a, a Filipino translation or Indian translation, you know. Sometimes it's good to read in, in the Bible that is your first language. And sometimes it just gives a, I don't know, it gives a different meaning or it's like the Holy Spirit speaks to you. But the Message Bible says this about faith. The fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith, is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It is our handle on what we can't see. The act of faith is what distinguished our ancestors. It set them above the crowd. That's, you know, it seems so much more than that little bit that, uh, that I read before. You know, faith is knowing that God is real and that you can trust his promises. You cannot trust someone who is not there. I trust PJ because she's there. You know, I trust Anson Poro because they're here. They're there. They're here. Uh, you know, it's the same with God. He is here with us. So you can trust him. And that's where faith comes in. And, uh, you know, faith doesn't make God real on the, on, on the contrary. Faith is the response to a real God. It's our response to him. And he wants to be known to us. So for me, and I'm, I'm talking a little bit about me, what faith is for me, it's personal. My faith is not your faith. Although we believe the same, but how I express my faith, how I deal with my faith is different than PJ. Faith is a choice. At some stage, you've made a choice to follow God. It's free. Isn't that great? It doesn't cost you anything. No bills, nothing. It's free. <clears throat> faith is trust. But faith is also knowledge. And faith is a journey. <clears throat> I can tell you now, you've never arrived. <laughs> Okay, you can't say, this is it, I'm, this is the end point of my faith. No, if, if, if that's what you say, you probably go back. Uh, some of you know that I, I you know, I'm, I'm from, from the Netherlands, uh, but I grew up in a Christian home. My parents were believers. Uh, I went to a Christian school. Uh, the same as PJ, we, we've known each other since Kindy, so that's, that's, so my story is nearly her story. Uh, you know, we grew up in church, we went to church twice on a Sunday. <clears throat> Not that I liked it, but, you know, I, in those days, in the 50s and 60s, you had no choice, you just went. Uh, went to youth group, most of our friends were, were from church, so we grew up in this, 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 Christian environment. And, uh, you know, Romans 10, verse 7 says, faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. So I heard, 
I knew all the stories. I can tell you at school, uh, we, we heard all the, the stories from the Old Testament. We, we, we knew everything about God. I knew everything about David, Moses, Jonah. You can think of it. I knew who they were. We would read the Bible twice at home. After the midday meal and the evening meal, my mom or dad would read from the Word, and we worked through the Bible. Yeah, we started Genesis 1 in the beginning, and uh, then we would skip certain sections like numbers and, and <laughs> no, no, the genealogy, because my dad just couldn't say the names. He just, let's skip this, you know. Uh, but we worked so over the 17 years, 18 years I lived at home, I would have heard the Bible probably several times. Uh, because, you know, we finished with Revelation and then we restarted. But it was the same at school. I can't remember a sermon from church. That's, that's the weird thing. Uh, you know, I went there twice on a Sunday and I cannot remember a sermon. I remember the good times with Christian friends. But, you know, the important thing is, as I said, faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. I never ever doubted that there was no God. It was like instilled in me, poured in me, there is a God, and I never doubted that. But, you know, I, my head was filled with knowledge, uh, and I knew a lot, but it probably, I, I lived sort of two ways of life. I mean, I knew all this stuff, but I loved to party. Friday nights after youth group, where did we go? To the pub. Uh, and thought not much of it. Uh, even on a Sunday at times, I would sneak out with a friend of mine and go to the pub and have a drink. I didn't feel comfortable on a Sunday being in the pub. It's really weird. Uh, I already knew this is not the place for you to be. Uh, so as I said, all this knowledge... I knew God. I knew God was all-seeing. He was all-knowing. He was all-powerful. I probably saw more as a God who, uh, you know, like as I said, I was in a pub on a Sunday night and he was sitting there and sort of like, what are you doing here? But, you know, sort of that kind of stuff. But I never saw him as this, this God that I could have a relationship with. And so... Uh, yeah, we came to New Zealand in 1981. I had that dream since I was a schoolboy coming to New Zealand. Uh, and I'll talk a bit about that a bit, well, yeah, a little later. But, you know, so we're here, we're in New Zealand. We, we find a church. Uh, we go there faithfully. Uh, we changed from the Reformed Church to the Presbyterian Church because that was the closest. Uh, then PJ has this amazing born-again experience in 1984. Uh, she accepted Jesus as her Lord and Savior. At night, she's told her story. Uh, I was at work that night. I come home the next day, and I found a changed woman. A different woman. Not my wife. <laughs> A woman filled with the Holy Spirit, overflowing with, uh, 
Have you read this? Come and have a read at this. Have a look at this. Look, I had a, a tough night at work. Uh, I worked at Topanui Hospital, for some of you who know what that is. Uh, and honestly, I had my faith. I was comfortable where I was at. I didn't need this over-the-top woman <laughs> telling me uh, what she was reading, what she was experiencing, what she, uh, what she yeah, books, you think of it. Uh, music, it, the only thing, all of a sudden, the radio was changed to Radio Rima all the time. So I would come home and, you know, find the rock channel or whatever. Uh, it didn't mean I lost my faith. I thought I, I was okay where I was at. And I was. I'm not saying that I was a bad guy. I smoked, I drank, but that was okay, I thought. Uh, but I saw something in PJ that I didn't have. But I can tell you, that was in 1984, I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior in 1989. That's five years later. Uh, but you know, God in his grace and wisdom, he, he, I know he spoke to PJ to slow down a bit. <laughs> you know? And that's what I mean by our journey of faith. Her journey was not, not just walking anymore. This was a journey at speed. <laughs> My journey was a lot slower because, you know, God knows you so well. He knows where you are at. And so don't expect, if you're in a, in a, in a relationship that you both travel at the same speed. You know, I was a bit slow, and I love speed, but I was a bit slow. And so finally, you know, I give my Lord and my life to, to, to Jesus and, and, you know, being filled with the Holy Spirit. Because that's the other thing. I knew a lot about God, I knew a lot about Jesus, but I knew nothing about the Holy Spirit. So anyway, my life changed, and... Uh, here we are. <laughs> but we still walk our faith. It's still my journey. And uh, although we walk hand in hand, she is still sometimes, I think, running, and I'm a bit <laughs> slower. Uh, but, you know, can people really lose faith? See, I was at that point, because PJ was going so fast, and I saw stuff, and I thought, man, woman, you're crazy. You're losing it. You're losing it. And I've seen people in psychiatric hospitals who have lost it. Uh, so I, I, there was always that little bit of fear in me. I don't want to, you know, I still want to be grounded in my faith. I, I know what I know, and I'm okay. Uh, but people can lose their faith because stuff happens to people. Uh, you know, when a good friend dies, you have questions. You know, and, and I know at, at, we, we've just had a, a, a young man or, or a, yeah, just recently die, and there must be people who have these questions. God, 
why did you take him? He was a faithful server. He was a faithful follower. He believed and he loved you. Why did you take him? I don't know. You know, people have so many questions. Why does he not answer my prayers? What about other religions? Why is there so much suffering in the world? You know, we are exposed to so much rubbish. And, uh, you know, and sometimes a lot of people put their faith in, in a government. They put their faith in people. They put their faith in other things. Well, I can tell you, that's not where you will find happiness. Sometimes we're so disappointed with God because he does not answer our prayers. You know, I've been angry with God. I can tell you that. I, I've yelled at him. I've maybe swore even at him. I, 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 you know? Sometimes we're disappointed by the church, by the pastors, because we expect so much. You know, we expect that they are at the same level as God. I can tell you people, we're all human. Okay? You know, sometimes we have to reflect on where we're at. But people can lose faith. I've known people who were there. I can tell you all our children, we got five of them, have accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior. Are they all walking with Christ at the moment? No, sometimes we say, well, they have other priorities in life at the moment. You know, I'm not saying they've lost their faith. But, you know, church, like attending a church service, is probably not top priority for them. You know, the world has so many other things to offer. And, and sometimes I think, ah. but, you know, as parents, the one thing you can do is pray, Pray, pray. Pray, pray, pray. Keep believing. Keep, you know, if we lose faith as parents in our children, then it's not happening. So if we keep the faith and we keep praying for our children, I know they will come back. I have no doubt about that. You know, for me, faith is so simple. You know, faith doesn't need to be complicated. People have made it complicated. Faith for me is in a living God. He sent his son. We can be born again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus died for us on the cross. He's still alive today. That's the basics for me, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's like the air I breathe, I say sometimes. I... I you know, I, I know I'm alive because I breathe oxygen. I can't see it, but I know it's here. It's a bit like God. I can't see him, but I know his presence is here with us. I know it. So, uh, you know, Colossians 1.23 says, Continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel. You know, stick to it. And so what do you do with people who have lost faith? Well, don't preach. 
BJ tried that in the early days, you know, with, with showing me all kinds of things and scriptures and books and music and whatever. Honestly, she probably pushed me further away than drawing me closer. But, you know, God is good, so he, he spoke to her and said, slow down, girl, He'll, I'm in control, okay? That's what God is. He's in control. And so don't preach to people who have lost their faith because they probably know, well, I know for sure, they know they've lost their faith. Somehow they know, that, but you know, how, how when we accept Jesus, we turn to God. Somehow stuff happens and people turn the other way. And so the best thing for us to do is, is be there for them. I'll just make sure that I'm uh, sticking to the time. Uh, hope, yeah, well, it, it's, I'm not going to go in detail about hope, but as I said, my dream was one day to come to New Zealand when I was 12. Uh, and you could say that was like a, a hope I had that uh, one day I'd leave the country and live in New Zealand. It took another, well, 12, 18 years. But you know, I never lost that hope. It was always with me. And when I met PJ, she knew that one day. Uh, so it, it happened. But you know, again, hope is something we can lose. You know, we live in a world that, that probably at times is, seems hopeless. You know, this COVID thing, well, a lot of people, you know, uh, lost jobs, lost income, lost their faith even. You know, why God? Why, why, why is this happening? Look, we live in a sinful world. But, you know, God is called the God of hope. My soul waits silently for God alone. For my hope and my expectation is from Him. And that's in Psalm 62. I'll... Uh, so what can we do for people, you know, and people who have lost faith, who lost hope? As I said, accept people for where they're at. Keep loving. Accept them for who they are and not for what they do. That's, you know, we accept our children, we love our kids, we don't always like what they do, but hey, give hope with love. And, and sometimes that can mean just sit down with somebody, uh, listen to them, speak some words. Sometimes it's just being there with them. Appreciate them. You know, words of encouragement. Still respect them. You know, don't condemn them. Don't say, oh God, you know, one day you walked with God and support them. You know, be positive. We always say when one is down, we can't be down together. The other one should be up. That's our motto, sort of like as a, as a married couple, because I can tell you I've, I've been down. I've been in the dumps uh, many years ago. I lost my job, and it was like all hope was gone. I was angry with God. I would sit in the car and just sit in front of the stoplights, and I'd cry. Some people say, oh, you, you had a bit of depression. Well, yes. 
that creeps in. If you lose hope, the risk of getting depressed is, is very high. Uh, but you know, I didn't have people telling me all kinds of things. People stuck with me, PJ stuck with me, my kids stuck with me, and, uh, and kept believing in me, and, you know, whatever it took, but you know, I, I did get a new job, and, uh, and yeah, but sometimes life is tough. You know, Jeremiah said in, uh, in Lamentations, and that's when he even lost his hope. You know, even in the Bible, there are people who are not always up. He said, my strength and hope have perished from the Lord. But then the good thing is in, uh, in Lamentations 3 from verse 21, he says, This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. Through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. You know, really I want to say, you know, don't dread. Don't fear what lies ahead. We don't know what lies ahead. You know, as I said, COVID is not gone. It's not a magical thing. You know, we don't know what lies ahead yet. But experience God's love, His mercy, His grace, His faithfulness, His goodness, and His favor for you. Because I believe God's favor is upon His people. He's for you, and He's not against you. Emmanuel, God is with us. Keep praying. Keep believing. And maybe that's all you can do for those people who have lost hope, who have lost faith. But get along, people. You know, it's easy to, to walk away or step aside because maybe you don't know what to do. But as I said, pray, believe, come along, and God will make the difference. God can bring people back to faith. God is the giver of hope. But you know, the greatest of it all is love. So Father, we thank you for your word, that you are the God of hope. You're the God of love. Lord, I pray that you will grow our faith in you, that we are known as a people of faith, that we can trust you. And so, for every person here, I pray that this year will be a year of growth in faith, in hope, in love. I pray that you will open our eyes and our ears so that we can see and hear those around us who do not know you. May this year be a year of change for all of us, Father God. Let us not stay where we're at, but I pray that our journey will continue with you. In Jesus' name, amen.